As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to round two of the Parenting Roundabout podcast. I'm Terry Morrow and I'm here with Catherine Haleko. Hello. Usually on this podcast, we talk about parenting issues, but once a week, Catherine and I like to get together to discuss TV, movies, books, and other entertainment topics because it's nice to talk about something other than parenting for a change. This week, we wrapped up season two of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, and we checked out a new singing show called Girls 5 Eva. Let's say goodbye to Zoe. So this was the last episode of the second season. The third season, according to Newsweek, maybe, maybe not, maybe on Peacock, Mm. but it could end here. Yes. Or it could go on next year with, please, them not changing couples again. (laughs) But now Max has them out. Does Zoe still have the power? Would they be a dynamic duo? Or... Right. Is it been Did transferred it in some way? <gasps> mm, mm, mm. Mm, but uh, the whole the whole plot that we should uh, say what the episode was about. The whole plot of it was Max was going to go to New York with Rose and Zoe, mostly because the script said so. Decides she doesn't want to be with Simon anymore. That she really loves Max, and all throughout the episode, she's trying to figure out what she's going to do about that and. Finally, she goes to the airport and saw Max singing When a Man Loves a Woman, and she thought it was to Rose, but of course we know that it was not. And then, as I kind of expected to happen, she is just somewhere in all of San Francisco, and Max appears, says he couldn't go because he loves her. Well, I don't think those words were said, but that was the essence of it. So I guess that was their, was that their spot or something? Because it's like... I feel like they've been there before. Did he have a GPS tracker on her, perhaps? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's part of her smart spark point technology. <laughs> and Simon is totally cool with them no longer being together. And Rose, who cares about Rose? We barely knew Rose, but... She's probably not singing the happiest heart song right at the moment, but neither neither yeah. uh, Max nor Zoe is within range. So you go sing your angry heart song, Rose, in the Big Apple <laughs> on an airplane. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I really like. They made her a little bit too likable. Mm-hmm. Let us hope that this is the end of the whether it's the end of the series or not. It is the end of the which handsome man will Zoe choose? Because enough. Right. Stop. Um, But, you know, if not, Max is going to have a heads up about it real quick. So, (laughs) 
Um, yes. But it also... Um, here in the last episode of the season, we finally got what we should have had all season, and that's Peter Gallagher, Dream Dad. Had to save him for the season finale. Ah, it just made me think that we could have... They, they could have worked... There's so many ways they could have worked him in. <laughs> so many ways. We got a flashback, and we got a... A dream. Brief memory of the seeing the stars and stuff. And then we got Dream Dad on the last darn episode. Mm-hmm. Come on. Too little, too late. Mm-hmm. Dream Dad, please come back for season three. <laughs> and we also got, was this the first Taylor Swift appearance? It could have been. I don't know. I can't remember whether there's been another one, but it seems like there should have been. Right. And this went very well. This, this is like all about the um, group numbers this week. Yeah. Lots and I mean, lots with of the Taylor Swift one, production I couldn't quite figure out what the message was. Like, what was Zoe supposed to learn from that song? That she was know. supposed to she... shake it off and stop thinking about herself all the time? Well, that would be good advice <laughs> if that's what it was. <laughs> I mean, she was telling everybody to stop ruining the party, which I didn't think anybody else was ruining the party but her, but okay. Right. I agree with you. And um, and then they all just sang about shaking it off, uh-huh. so okay. Uh, they were following her advice, <laughs> apparently. That's what she was to learn. Right. Uh, it was a nice number, though. Yeah. I, the, the, sub, the subtitle of this, uh, this episode should have been, we have this huge space, we are going to use the heck out uh-huh. of it. You know, it's like we've been wondering about Maximo's and why it needs to be part of the plot. This is why our grand finale, we are going to have lots of group numbers in this big space. Used well. But uh, everybody is more or less happy at the end. Except for Rose, but we don't get to see her, so. Except for Rose and except for Zoe's brother, who's not all in with the, yay, mom's going to date again. (laughs) Yes. He'll get there. It just takes her a season to get over it, but, you know, maybe Dream Dad needs to come to him. Mm-hmm. Can they put in a call for Mitch? <laughs> yeah. yeah, get him in there. <laughs> it was a very enjoyable, fun episode, and I liked all the the group numbers. Boy, Danny Michael Davis got a lot of appearances there at the mm-hmm. end. And he is a lot of singing. Amusing, you know, like- he is. He is Amusing in dollops. Yes, agreed. He definitely used too much of him, but he was fine as deployed. Yeah. In these episodes. And how did we, in the Zoe flashback episode, which she was talking to her therapist, therapist, how did we know that Max had actually gotten the job? Because um, we got that information, right? We did. But how we are not in Max's mind, we are only in Zoe's mind. So, yeah, I forget how they told us that. They they told us, but but you're right. I mean, Just. we we weren't supposed <laughs> to know. <laughs> I don't think we were supposed to know, but we did. Yeah. So, oh well, you crazy kids, have a nice summer, mm-hmm. and please don't break up. Oh yeah, you better not at this point. Like no. never possibly no but uh you know i hope it comes back mm-hmm. it's fun i enjoy it and the thing is i like it when everybody's happy and that's not good tv apparently right. so 
But uh, for the moment, like I said, everybody's happy but Rose. Mm-hmm. But maybe, you know, maybe Rose meets a nice person on the plane. <laughs> Let's just say she sits down next to a handsome fella. Yeah. And uh, it's too bad, you know, Simon didn't have to fly to meet with this uh, other star, meet with the startup. Yeah. He could have flown to New York for that, and they could have sat together in first class, and that would have messed everybody up. The drama. Yes. I hope Simon finds somebody less complicated (laughs) and has a nice life. And Perry and Mo are back together. His kids running around in Mo's apartment, and Mo's okay yes. with it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tobin and his girlfriend are happy, and HR legal. <laughs> so it was very enjoyable and nice, and just not a whole bunch to talk about because I usually I have things I'm mad at. I wasn't really mad at anything here. <laughs> Good job, Zoe's um, playlist. Yes, <laughs> you satisfied Terry <laughs> today. <laughs> Send it out on a positive heart song. (laughs) And uh, we'll be interesting if they come back to see exactly what the parameters of Max hearing heart songs are going to be. Right. If it's just going to be, we're going to go through the whole somebody having to figure stuff out again, or if um, it's going to be mutual or, yeah. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. That was season two of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Yeah. It did not end on the extreme tear jerking that season one. No, that's for sure. It did not. No, it ended on a happy Mm -hmm. note, which is appreciated so that if it doesn't come back, we can feel good about it. So, moving on to another show with singing, (laughs) we watched Girls 5 Eva on uh, Peacock. It's a new show about a 90s girl group that about 20 years later is uh, sampled in a rap song and suddenly asked to be on The Tonight Show as kind of a a funny thing. And then they decide that they're going to reunite and have a comeback, even though they never really got very far the first time Mm -hmm. and uh, are all now mostly far away from entertainment either willingly or because really nobody will have them. (laughs) So it's extremely unlikely, especially since they are no longer girls, that they're going to be able to get their girl group vibe back. And they also realize that most of the songs they sang back in the 90s were, you know, kind of offensive and awful. So (laughs) they have to find some better material and somebody who will pay them to sing and you know, get over all the the hurdles of their current lifestyles. So it doesn't, it's not the kind of show that's like relying heavily on storyline. So that should suffice pretty well. Now it's on Peacock Premium, which means that you can watch the first episode of it on free Peacock, but for the rest of it, you have to either pay $4.95 a month or get the seven-day free trial and watch it all real fast. So we opted, well, let's not say, let's sneak in, (laughs) but let's just say we're going to talk about four of the episodes now and the remaining four episodes next week, just (laughs) because they're short. Because they're quick, yeah. They're quick. And they are 
lightweight little baubles that go down super easy. You can just mm-hmm. knock off four of these and hardly break stride. Uh, as opposed to, like, one hour of Veronica Mars, which feels like a 500-ton weight on your shoulders. <laughs> and Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, which should be half an hour, but is an hour and is filled with problems. These Girl 5 Eva, Eva episodes, man, they just, just pop them like peanuts. That's right. They are super-duper lightweight and fun and like a little soap bubble floating up in the air and then... Popping. So, um, I, I enjoyed watching it very much, and the memory of anything that I would have to say about any of the episodes is quickly fading out of my brain. So, um, what did you think of Girls 5, Ella? I enjoyed it. I mean, it definitely reminded me of uh, a t- other, like, Tina Fey-influenced yes. projects. Right. Um Kimmy Schmidt, 30 Rock, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yes. Um, just like so goofy sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> like, I don't know, just some of the lines just really cracked me yes. up. Or, or like, Renee Elise Goldsberry is just phenomenal. Absolutely. So funny in this yeah. as this like person who likes to think that she's a diva, yes. but she's really not. And she, <laughs> there was this whole runner about how she has this, you know, whole empire and, <laughs> and she's like an Instagram influencer, um, but it's all a facade. And yeah. She has a clear, like see through piano <laughs> named Ghislaine. <laughs> Oh, it's just yes. Very that character should be insufferable, and yet you just can't help but love her anyway. I think just because of possibly the enormous charm of Renee Elise Goldsberry, she's just extremely watchable and enjoyable Mm -hmm. and fun, Mm -hmm. and so you just want to keep seeing what that character is going to do next, right? And just over the top. You know, without being annoying. Yes. So. Yes. Very, really, uh, definitely the breakout performance there. uh, I listened to a couple of podcasts about this uh, before I even started watching it. Pop Culture Happy Hour talked about it and Extra Hot Great talked about it in generally non-spoilery terms. Although, spoilery does not matter for this, really. Yes. As I have mentioned, it's not like it's plot heavy. But uh, as I think both podcasts mentioned that as is often the case with Tina Fey projects, an extremely high joke density. Mm-hmm. And that is absolutely true. And just so dumb. Like, the, yes. the, the piano shows up on the <laughs> street corner, basically, uh-huh. outside of Sarah Bareilles' character's yes. apartment. And her husband goes outside with his friend who's a cyclist. <laughs> and he goes, he can't pick that up. He's got cyclist arms. And then they try to hand him a clipboard and he can't even hold it. Yeah, this oh, is just so one dumb. silly bit after another. And if something doesn't stick, it doesn't matter because there's enough, something else flying through the air. Something will be coming, yes. <laughs> yeah, oh. everybody in this really comes off very well. I, Sarah Bareilles, I've been sort of following as she's been going from, you know, pop singer to uh, musical creator mm-hmm. to actress. And she's just extremely charming in this. Very Yeah, and she's really playing the the lead pretty much yes um and she's carrying it very she is and she gets sort of all those sort of like little little you know asides 
mm-hmm. very well. And that's the, I think the fourth episode we watched had the uh, song at the end where she's singing about being all the things she's afraid of, which <laughs> yeah. she did a little bit in a scene and then the rest of it went under the closing credits and was hilarious. Yes. So, it, you know, all the musical parodies are, well, I mean, they're a little over the top. <laughs> they're way, yeah. way parody, but funny, fun. Mm-hmm. I laughed. And that's what they're going for. So, um, you know, subtle it ain't, but it's extremely enjoyable. And lots of, like, little uh, cameo appearances and interesting actors. I'm really enjoying Dean Winters as her brother. He was on 30 Rock as um, Tina Fey's terrible boyfriend, um, Dennis. And he's uh, also the guy in the may- uh, Mayhem in the in the insurance commercial. Yes, I've mostly seen him as Mayhem, mayhem and I think he was in a detective show I watched once. But uh, it's just like, there's no reason that guy needs to be in that part, but the fact that he is oh, makes yeah. it so much yeah. more fun. And I don't think I've ever seen the actor who plays Sarah Bareilles' husband, but... He is a Hamilton person. Is he? Yes. I did not recognize his name from that, but I can believe it. That makes sense. He has been uh, in some production of Hamilton. I'm not sure which one. He has an extremely thankless part and is just completely adorable in it. Yes, he's very sweet. Yes. So again, a character where you could be annoyed by, but the actor somehow makes it... You know, you just want to give him a hug. Right. So, um... He's so frustrated by this dumb piano, (laughs) but he just can't. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he's trying so hard to be a good sport, and yet... Right. It's all just kind of so frustrating. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, I, you know, enjoyed all the performances, big and small, all the, the different characters. Always nice to see Busy Phillips... Her character is maybe the least successful, but it doesn't matter because I like her. And so, mm. you know, and Andrew Rannells was very funny as her, like, once a month husband. <laughs> right. Oh, that, that whole thing. Another joke was that he kept his bangs swept over his eye for so long that it turned <laughs> inward. <laughs> like, oh, yes. my gosh. So silly. Yeah. So, so it, silly. Very silly and just a constant bombardment of delightful silliness. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, one doesn't hit you right, watch out. Here comes another right. one. Just, I, I can really enjoy a show like mm-hmm. that. Um, and the, the whole the whole New York Lonely Boy thing <laughs> was hilarious. That was in what I think the third episode that we watched. And then cameo by the John Slattery family right. there at the end playing themselves. And – uh the son of the family apparently having a very good sense of humor <laughs> about being an actual New York lonely boy. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh. He looked like he was having a good time. Mm-hmm. So anyway, a lot of fun. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to watching the other four and uh, talking about them next week. But this is a, was a really fun first half. Yeah. Agreed. And uh, yes, we should also mention uh, Paula Pell plays the fourth member of the group the fourth surviving member of the five the only one that i think is yeah the the flashbacks sarah Bareilles and renee lee skoldsbury play younger versions of themselves with uh you know i guess a lot of kudos to the lighting people uh and um then a completely different actress plays paula pell's character and actually busy phillips also plays the younger version of herself Mm -hmm. and then there's a fifth member who died somewhere along the line anyway 
Yes, Paula Pell is very funny too. Yes, she is very funny, and it's it's funny that she looks completely different in the flashbacks right. than she does as an adult. Not all of us can look exactly the same, right? And in her post gotcha. five Eva life, she became a dentist. Yes, <laughs> it's it's weird. I mean, I this is I guess a parody of nineties girl groups, mm-hmm. and the fact that now the hilarious nostalgia tv shows are about the 90s makes me feel like (laughs) it's time to get the rocking chair and the knitting and just you know yep because i 90s girl groups not something i was particularly aware of so maybe some of the parody goes over my head but i mean i guess with my daughter listen to them a little bit but she was even not that not necessarily the right age to be super up on stuff Mm -hmm. right so you know, but grandma can still appreciate a good joke as it flies by her. So as we said, we will finish up the rest of Girls 5 Eva with episodes 5 through 8 next week. Uh, we will also tiptoe back into Veronica Mars. We can't quit you, some, Veronica Mars. We can't quit you, Veronica, as much as we wish we could. But um, we're not going to watch any of season four yet. We're we're taking some deep breaths. We're taking some downtime. We're decompressing a little bit. We're not... Uh, we just need some Girls 5 Eva first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We just need some lightweight bubblegum TV. And anyway, uh, so we are going to listen to some episodes of the Veronica Mars Investigations podcast. They have boldly gone forward and done things we do not intend to do, but we will listen to them talk about. So specifically, they're going to talk about the Veronica and the FBI preview that was made to try to get it a fourth season in the first place. Uh, And then also there are two books that have been written and published that will that are apparently part of canon, so may be reflected in the season four episodes we watch in a little bit. So we will listen to the Veronica Mars investigations episodes on the books, The Thousand Dollar Tan Line and Mr. Kiss and Tail. Doesn't that just make you want to go back to Neptune? <laughs> <sighs> we, we will listen. We will listen to people talk about Neptune. We're staying out of town. And that's going to be it for round two today. Please subscribe to our Parenting Roundabout podcast so you won't miss any of our episodes. We have something new for you every weekday. As always, you can find recaps, links, and an opportunity to comment on our website at parentingroundabout.com. Goodbye, Catherine. Bye, Terry. Goodbye, everybody. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.